You are listening to episode number 70, Dating After Divorce, What About the Kids? Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. Thanks for coming to more of the Dating After Divorce series. Today, we're going to talk about how do we kind of set that stage for dating again. And now we have kids. We have children to think about. I found this article by Christina Pasoli. She's a contributing kind of blogger. She's also a lawyer to um, the Huffington Post, and it's the rules of engagement, setting the stage for post-divorce dating with kids. And I've got to just borrow one little paragraph because I thought it was so funny. It says, this is the good news, bad news situation. The good news is now that your divorce is final and you survived the temporary insanity that it caused, you're ready to consider another relationship. The bad news is next to divorce, getting into a new relationship is the second leading cause of temporary insanity. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. But honestly, dating can be so fun, so joyful, so like exhilarating. But we do want to avoid putting ourselves and our kids through another round of family drama. So we have to be super cautious, super aware of what we're doing. And now we have more experience. We're older and wiser, right? (laughs) So we can do this. So I've come up with a few little pointers for you that hopefully will really help. So the first one is take your time, take your time, and take your time. Protect your kids and your home life by holding off on introducing until you're sure it's worth the upheaval it has the potential to cause. Also, take your time even getting into dating again. Experts say it takes like six to 12 months just for the kids to get used to the routine of having an absent parent. All right, so they are in a different situation. They feel their security a little bit rocked So get those routines set in and take your time, take a breath before you even go into dating again. Now, I don't like time frames, but you just do need to take your time. And when you do decide that it's time to start dating again, like I just said, meet your dates away from home. Don't introduce them yet, Um, especially at the beginning of this new relationship. Just please hold off on introducing them. And so don't introduce your new little love interest until you know him really well and you're reasonably certain he's going to be around for the foreseeable future. So I'm talking about a vetting period measured in months, not days. Feel free to date, but try to schedule your dates on evenings that your kids are with their dad or vice versa, okay? And then number two, introduce your dates as friends. So while you're kind of in this dating, vetting period stage, introduce them as friends. That's okay. The child, you know, can see that you have friends. Parents need adult interaction and friends too. 
you could add like a tag, this is my tennis partner and this is a coworker from the office or whatever they are to you, right? So you can still introduce them, but just be very careful of that distance period. Number three, try not to have a slew of different dates running through your home and your child's life. This lifestyle may be fun for you, but it's pretty confusing <laughs> and hard for your children. So just try to hold off on tons and tons of dating around them. Make that private if that's something you're needing in your life. And going along with that is number four, enjoy the benefits of joint custody if you have it. So maybe you could confine your dating to the times your children are not with you, like I suggested earlier. Um, if you only have access to your children on the weekends, uh, they may have to share in your dating life. Just remember that the longer this takes, the easier it will be for your children. All right. Now, number, where am I? One, two, three, four, five. Number five, carefully choose the significant others you allow to get close to your family. You guys, let's be choosy. Let's be picky. Go listen to my last podcast where it's all about what you want. That's why I'm introducing this now. So children, get attached to people you date especially over a long period of time. And the breakups are sometimes harder for them than us. They've already gone through a really difficult breakup of their parents. You don't have to involve them in another one. So again, be super choosy. And of course, breakups happen and we, you can get through that with them with honesty and attentiveness and empathy. Okay, next one, folks. Be totally honest with your kids. Talk to them about your dating life. Of course, in an appropriate manner. They're probably really curious as to what's going on. Now, be careful, though, to not put them as this supportive role, you know, where you're like this best friend all of a sudden, oh, what do you think of him? What do you think? Oh, you don't like that? Oh, no. The, you know, you don't want to put them in that position where they're somehow giving you too much input or being a little bit too much in charge. They shouldn't feel like the weight of that is upon them. But you can do things in an honest manner where you take, hey, I had a great time. This is cool. What do you think? You can talk to them about who you've been dating and that you'd like to introduce them to you before you spring it on them. Yeah, please don't spring on your dates to them <laughs> and they're just not ready. You can let them know, hey, that tennis partner that you saw the other day, I'm thinking of going on a couple of dates or we have been on a couple of dates. I'd like to introduce you to him again and maybe we can all go out together, right? So just be cautious of how you introduce and do everything with total honesty. Another tip from the author I mentioned at the beginning is she says, don't treat kids like Oscars. So in this situation, she's talking about the other person's kids. Don't go up and try to win them over. Typically what happens in that is you're not being genuine of just getting to know them. You're forcing things and the strategy is really unfair and it often backfires. She just says, 
you know, it won't take long for the kids to figure out that you really aren't who you pretended to be. And they'll, they will then conclude that you were using them to get in good with their dad. So it's just the wrong strategy. Okay, let's be honest, guys. I lost count. So <laughs> I'm just saying the next one. And I really like this one that I came up with. Allow your kids to be themselves. So let's say you've been dating a while and you've decided to start introducing your children to the, the person that you're dating. And when you do this, and I think it's important for you to have those social activities all together, uh, remember that each of your children is different. So remind yourself who your child or children are. If your son is being timid and unapproachable, ask yourself if this is in line with who he is. If your daughter is excited and overly friendly, remind yourself that she has always liked new people and might actually be genuinely excited to meet this new person in your life. If you know your kids tend to be hard to get to know, let them be exactly that. Your kids at all different stages of their life will be more or less receptive to your dating life. Be aware that of that throughout your post-divorce dating experiences. All right, another one. Don't let your new partner discipline your kids, at least not for a while. I'd have this talk with him or her before to say, hey, you know, while we're dating, they'll understand. I just say, let me discipline them. I know that it might be tempting to jump in, you know, if they do something really bad, but just tell them you'd prefer to be the ones to discipline right now, just to hold off on any confusion. So if your new partner comes in and attempts to fill the role of mom or dad, it may be harder for your children to want to get to know them. It's not easy for kids to accept a new person in your life. And if they come in with their own unique parenting style, it might be even harder. If you and your new partner stay together for a long time and even end up marrying one another, that discipline conversation can and should be had at a later date. But when your children and new partner are just getting to know each other, it's probably best to keep the parenting to the actual biological parents. All right, another one here, guys, that I have to include that comes from that article again. But she makes a really good point. It's how to handle those negative reviews. So she says, if your kids don't like your boyfriend... Give them a chance to explain the basis for their opinion. If they tell you that he gives them a creepy feeling, they caught him rifling through your jewelry box, or he told them he's a reptile freak and he's in the process of setting up a snake aquarium in his house, these are serious complaints and you should break up with him immediately. <laughs> but if they tell you he is an intention hog or that you really don't need a boyfriend anyway because you have them, that's a different story. So complaints of that nature indicate that their objections aren't based on anything specific to him, but rather they dislike the idea of your having any boyfriend at all. I just really like that because we want to know the views of our kids, but we need to just take everything at face value and decide, is this legitimate? Is this really a character flaw? Or is this just them not liking the idea of you having a significant other. So I really like that. And this next advice seems to be kind of out of place because I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but 
I think it would be really important if you are not ready to date, just to be out and about socially with your kids. It gives you a chance to for people to see that you're loving life. You're out. Maybe it's a ward event, a social. Get out there. Go out there with your kids. Take them places. Go to the movies. Go to the parks. Go out together and have fun. And that could be a great kind of beginning process to get you into the mindset of looking outward and dating and to have even people know that you're out there. And another thing to consider as you are considering dating is that it's really a good thing because many times we get wrapped up in our kids and their activities and what they're doing and we become hyper-focused on them, which is not good for a child to feel a little bit smothered and claustrophobic like that. So getting out there and dating is good for our psyche. It's good for our personal development and all of those things. And I just want to end on one last point. Guys, have fun. Like I said before, this could be the most fun time of your lives. I know it can be stressful to date post-divorce, especially when there are kids involved and to be considered. But it's really important to remember that you can date even after that tragic loss of a marriage and you can still have a good time. Your kids will be okay. Your ex-husband or ex-wife will be okay. Focus on yourself and your new dating life and your children's happiness too. And it will all work out. Take it easy. Have fun. Happy dating. Make it as awesome as you want. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe, and as always, make it a great day.